Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Motivation Monday. I'm Coach Dale. You know you can't heal what you don't reveal. Welcome. Welcome to Relationship Lounge Presents Reveal and Heal. I have an amazing guest today. Joshua Patterson is in the building. Go ahead and tag your friends, tag your neighbors, tag everyone that you know they need a motivation word. This brother is going to inspire, motivate, and encourage someone today. You know, we all need a motivation word. Our topic today is, I believe I can fly. And I know that there are people out there today that are dealing with some different things, you know, dreams and visions, and you have these ideas. You know, you got things that you want to do. I've always heard people say that if your dream is bigger than what you can accomplish, then you're in the will of the Lord. And you have to be careful who you share your dreams and your visions with. Because guess what? Sometimes small-minded people, they're like, you can't do that. You are always dreaming. Yes, I am. So you have to be careful what you share. Listen, put your hands together and show your love. Welcome, Joshua Patterson. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How you doing? How you doing? I am amazing. I want to thank you so much for saying yes to this interview. You know, Josh, I've known you all your life. I'm yes, so glad that we are going to get an opportunity to talk. And I know that you're going to be able to inspire and encourage someone today, being a young man and all. You know, to me, I've always seen you as such a brilliant young man, such a talented and creative young man. I want to begin today with my first question. Who is Joshua Patterson? That's a very broad question, but Josh Patterson, in a nutshell, is um, a shell of his father to a degree, um, or, the, or, or the things I hear uh, about him. Um, I am uh, hmm. I am musically inclined. I, you know, uh, I grew up in the church, whatnot. Uh, but as I grew older, I, I began to take a liking to um, doing my own research and things of that nature, which is not. Uh, exactly opposed to the church, but, you know, uh, it has, uh, you know, it has its uh, moments or whatnot. That's what I will say for right now. But uh, I'm a very uh, intuitive person, I, I believe. So, and um, just trying to do the right thing, man, inspire people and, uh, you know, just figuring out life like everybody else. I'm a, I'm a normal, I'm, I'm a normal person. I'm sorry. Well, you know, uh, you are all of those things, Joshua. I've known that for some time. I'm just glad now that the world is uh, going to know. I do want to um, ask you, son, are you a dream? I do believe I am. And um, I, I think everybody is to a degree, you know, depending on uh, what you believe in. But I'm trying to, you know, just inspire and um, get everybody to, to think bigger than themselves, you know, because it's never always about you. When it comes to dreaming, being that you are a dreamer, do you dream or do you think about things that are way bigger than you that you feel you can accomplish or you desire? Yeah, for me, like, I, I do, I feel like, man, a lot of kids are, are, are misguided and I feel like um, we do need to do a lot of research and, and, and realize why we are here and, and what we should do or, or the things that you've been 
destined to do as a, as a child, the things you wanted to do as a child, you should really tap into that. You know what I mean? Uh, when you go to these public schools and everything, it has a way of draining you, you know, and has a way of just sucking the life out of you. So you don't want to do anything. You don't want to become anything. And, and it can lead to, you know, certain mental illnesses or whatever the case may be. So I would say that I am a, I am a dreamer, you know, and I inspire to continue to be one. You know, let's stay right there because when you desire things that are bigger than you, when you desire to be better than what you've seen, when you fail, sometimes, you know, we can't handle failure. Failure mm -hmm. though is a process. process. You know, failure is something that needs to take place in our lives. It doesn't mean that you are a failure just because you fail. Let's talk about the mental place, you know, when you try something and it just don't work out. Would you tell me and tell the listening audience, what does that feel like when you desire to uh, do something great that's bigger than your, your capabilities, you know, and, and shooting for the stars? You know, mm -hmm. what does it feel like when you fail at that thing? Are you one of those people that would be like, give up? Or are you one of those that just will keep on pressing, keep on trying until you get it right? It's, it's easy to, it's always easier to give up than to uh, endure. It's always easier to give up than to endure. Jay-Z has, one of my favorite lines by uh, Jay is, uh, L, what did he say? He said, L is not a loss, it's a lesson. Appreciate the pain, it's a blessing. And it's like you have to lose in order to learn what to do right the next time. Like, you have to. got to mess up. My bad. I ain't trying to curse me. I was about to, you know. But, yeah, you got you to gotta, you gotta go through that to get to that. So it's like you take it as – you should take it as a grain of salt. But the way the human mind works, we take everything, we magnify it. We like we we don't ever magnify the good things. How we even got the opportunity to be able to present ourselves on that stage, we just think about how we failed when we got to that stage. But you you fail to think about everything else. So failure is very subjective. What did you where did you fail at? You know what I mean? Did you fail to get there? No, you got there. Uh the last the last failures we went through were not it's it's not the end of the road or whatnot. So um you know, just come back, you know, and uh, do it wiser the next time. You know, failure is never the end. Failure does not equate uh, to destruction or failure does not equate to to the finish. You know what I mean? You know, you learn, you come back and do it uh, more intelligently yeah. the next time. Tell me, Josh, how do you cope with loss? How do you cope with grief? Okay, me personally, I ain't gonna lie to you. When I first experienced like uh, grief or loss, it hits me hard. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I, I, you know, I live in a moment. So when I first come across those uh, those feelings, is I don't know how to cope with it. I try to. I like on the outside, I'm like, man, I'm good. I'm, I'm whatever, whatever, whatever. But on, on the inside, it eats me up. I take that home. You're never supposed to take it home ever. But I always take it home, you know what I mean? It's like, it, it sits there and eats at me like, oh, you should have did this, you should have did that. 
but I didn't. So it's no point in even really thinking about it, but at the same time, I do. You know what I mean? That's the thing where that's how mental health comes into the the whole spectrum of things. It's like uh, you know, like like you said, you can't heal what you don't reveal. So it's like we're gonna try to play tough, play cool the whole time, but the whole time is eating up. You know, like I'll never forget I had to show with Sid. And as soon as my verse came on, a train came. We performed right in front of the train tracks in Atlanta. I mean, uh, Cartersville. And uh, a train came, like, right behind me, right when my verse was going on. And it, like, 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 eight bars into my verse. I'm doing good the whole time. I got I, I got 24 bars in my verse, so I got 16 more bars of spit. But it's a whole train behind me, loud as whatever, just going crazy. Man, I tried to play so cool after that performance. Like, no one was bothering me. Man, I got back home. I was pissed, bro. I was hot. Like, my one time, the first time I performed in Cartersville in like three years, and this happened. Like, am I meant to do this? You know, you start questioning yourself. Like, am yeah. I meant to do this? Am I supposed to do this? Like, what's going on? Like, but to to to, to the crowd, they think that's odd. Uh, it was just coincidence. But to me, it's like, man, I've been going hard for so long, and then this happened. Maybe I'm not meant to do this. You know what I mean? That's how perspectives work as well you know what i mean like to the crowd it's like oh it's this this next but to me that was like everything you know what i mean so it's like you gotta put things in perspective and be able to be like okay maybe i am tripping or overthinking and maybe i should just move this way moving forward even though that was completely out of my control but you know what i mean you gotta put your thoughts in and uh foul cabinets you gotta be metaphorical with it like okay this thought you could definitely go over there i don't need to think that no more this starting definitely, you know, I need that one again. You know what I mean? You got to be strategic about it. Josh, tell me, what is it that is your most regrettable moment? And if you could change it, how, what would be your, your uh, what would be the steps to, you know, that change and making it better? My most regrettable, uh, regrettable moment is telling, um, probably being so open about uh, my mentality. Was does not have nothing to do with this uh, interview here. It's just um, once people feel like, once you give people too much, they will either be genuine and okay, this person's hurting. They need somebody to confide in. Let me help them, or they'll they'll it's it's three of them, or they'll. Completely, like, go tell your business, like, oh, man, this nigga, yeah, yeah. Or the second one is to play like they care, but only to find out information. So to me, I hate to say this, is I wish I never said nothing anyway to anybody, like to any other two, other two parties. I should have never said nothing to begin with. You know what I mean? And that's what leads to, you know, black men keeping things bottled up. Like, man, I should have just not said nothing. Because now, yada, yada, you don't know who looking at you, what type of way, or you don't know what's going on, you don't know this, this, that. It's better, I hate to say that, man, because it shouldn't be that way, but it's better to just keep it to yourself and go take it to God, man. Like, you know, and I, that's going to sound cliche to a lot of audiences because people don't even know who God is no more. You know what I mean? So, but the worst thing I, yeah, I will say that is, um, Never make yourself too presentable. Okay, so yeah, you know, like sometimes you know you can just just say too much, you know, giving too much. I, I do it all the time to people. 
Yeah, I do it all the time. And I feel like it's just me being real or honest, but that's not what the audience is getting from me. You know, to me, it's just me venting or me getting something on my chest. But to everybody else, it's like, oh, we can use this or this is that, this is that. I don't think nobody should ever be overly honest with anyone unless they really know, like, you know, for a fact, like, don't just think, man, I don't think that, that, that person would do it. Don't think, no, no, they ain't going to do that to you. No. And even when you think you know, they still might do it. Like, you know what I mean? It's very short, uh, short rope, you know? Everybody don't deserve that. Like, when you tell the truth about yourself, bro, you are literally giving people, like, bits of your soul. People don't deserve that. They don't. Because they don't even get it. They don't even understand. So you got to move strategically. You, you have to. And it's like, nobody should want to move that way, but that's the world we live in. You know what I mean? In the Bible, it tells you Satan is the God of this world. Not God. God, God allowed Satan to be the God of this world. Boy, you, they going to think you sweet out here. As a man, you get out here talking crazy, boy, sounds good. But yeah, I mean, I hate that, you know, I got to be that way. But like, well, yeah, you know that. I, I mean, I, I have a, a few regrets, but, you know, it's just that one there. Never let nobody know, you know what's really going on. They're going to always use it. Well, I can tell you this morning, I appreciate your transparency because this is Reveal and Heal. And it's so important that you share some vulnerability in order that there's someone out there that needs that encouraging word because by you sharing some places where you've overcome, there are people that are listening and they're saying, you know what, that's just what I needed. So let's reveal and heal. I want you to share a little of your vulnerability when it comes to your dad. Mm -hmm. I want you to talk about the importance of a father figure in the home. You said to me, you know, off camera that a, a woman can't can't raise a, a man. And yes, yeah, it's, it's no disrespect to a woman because y'all are for none taken. None taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all are phenomenal. By all means, share. Exactly. Exactly. Y'all are phenomenal in, in, in everything you do. But that male figure, like certain things, like, okay, I've always been like small, right? So, like, my mom is, I have her attributes of, I, I try to, uh, uh, you know, I'm just a loving person. I'm this, this, and that. But, like, okay, that's not how it is out here, though. You don't think sweet. You don't think whatever. I remember the first fight I got into, I was in fifth grade, right? Man, this bit nigga, I ain't gonna say his name, bit dude tried to pick him. I gave it to him, I like, stopped playing. All right, so look, I get home, I'm happy, me and my brother, we lit. I tell my mom, you know, I get a whooping because that's women, like the way, like that's, I got in trouble. That's all she's saying, I got in trouble. But to me, I'm like, man, like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, it's it's just different. Like what with, with a woman, Raising a man and then a man raising a man is, is completely different. Like, I'm not saying that I wouldn't have got the whooping if my dad was around, but it's just like the father figure being in the household is like, I aspire to be that. I never inspired to be my mother. I'm not a woman. You know what I mean? Like, I never want to be one. I inspired to be my father. You know what I mean? Or, or that. You know what I mean? So when I grew up, whatever I saw on, on TV was a popular like Tupac to me was like after you know uh I was in eighth grade Jonathan put me on Wayne I mean Jonathan put me on Pop and I'm like 
oh yeah, Pop was actually talking about something. Like I'm like, oh yeah, this is it. Like to me, in my head, that's the father figure. You know what I mean? By like, my uncle's father figures, like, but because I never actually had a father, which is a problem. You don't want nobody looking up to nobody else, and it, it's not my mom's fault. It's not my dad's fault. He died too. You know what I mean? But it's like, especially black fathers, they are definitely important in a, a male's life. Like, bro, you got to teach them how to move. You got to show them. My mama can do so much. You know what I mean? She could teach me how to sweep. She could teach me how to cut grass. You know what I mean? She going to teach me how to use these or teach me, you know what I mean? Like, it's just more, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, it's a feeling like it's just something I never got. And I had to learn the hardest way when it could have really been way easy. You know what I mean? But it just, God didn't, that, that wasn't in his plans, you know what I mean? But father figures are definitely, I don't, I mean, okay, I understand why black women want to be independent. That's cool. You know, sometimes, you know, the father may be alive, doing that, so you got to do what you got to do. I get that. That's cool. You know what I mean? But like, like bro, you, he, he messed up because his father probably wasn't there. And it's always generational things that lead to, to, to thinking like that, you know? And we got to quickly address that and fix it. Or we never gonna we can have faith in all these politicians, Jim Crow Joe, whatever y'all wanna call them, <laughs> uh Trump, Obama, whatever, bro. Like all that political stuff ain't gonna fix nothing unless we start ourselves, bro, on God. Like and it's not gonna start unless fathers start being there. But of course the system has to allow fathers to be there. You see what I'm saying? So it's like a never ending cycle of curses. Really, you can read the scripture to be frank. <laughs> That's real, yeah. Josh. No, I know it is. That's the problem. They think we crazy. Right. I need for you to speak to the young men. Speak to the the young men that don't have that male figure in the home. I think it's very important that you're able to share the importance of having a straight a strong male role in your life, what is it that you believe is the best for, you know, young men that don't have that male role? It's like, you know, mentors, talk about that 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 role, you know what I'm saying? What mm -hmm. you need to build, to grow, because sometimes it, it, it's just what it is. There's no yeah. man around. Even but, if it is know, sometimes though, even those steps, what you need. You know, yeah. and, and the importance of surrounding yourself with, you know, strong male uh, figures and male leaders. Just talk to somebody this morning. Okay, well, sometimes, even if the man is around, if he ain't moving the right way, it's still the same thing. Like, okay, male figures is cool, bro. You need a husband to their mother. You know what I mean? Like, all that, all that male figure, that's cool, too. Like, you can be around, bro. Like, okay, then what if y'all break up and you ain't around no more? Then what? You know what I mean? So, so the figure, the turn male figure, that's cool too. Niggas really gotta like step up to the plate though. Like, all right, bro, if you gonna be with her, if, matter of fact, not if you gonna be with her, bro. If you gonna have a kid with her, dog. If you were, if you were man enough to have a kid, bro, a seed. Women cannot plant seeds. Y'all are fertilizing. It's not degrading you at all, bro. You know what you just did, bro. You put a whole seed. Embryo, whatever you want to call it, inside a woman and allowed it to grow and develop, just how you plant a tree outside, and then you stop caring for it, it's gonna die. 
not physically, but mentally, bro. Something going, something is off. So you gotta, that needs to be the thing, bro. If you don't see yourself having a future with her, don't even do that. Don't do that, bro. Like there's, I mean, I understand, you know, accidents happening. That's cool. You know what I mean? I don't believe in a, a pre-con because they ain't never had me, but you know, the tease is on. But I'm saying like, bro, if that's your seed, even if it is, if even if that is the reason, then that's fake. That kid was definitely supposed to be here. If you know you ain't do that and it still happened, that kid was supposed to be here then. Like that's God, bro. Like, so we, it starts with the man that's already cognitive and have that information when you need to be there as a father. If you, if you, especially if you know that's your kid, bro, do that. You know what I mean? Like, okay, but also, okay, okay, say your father not here. Like, mine wasn't here, he died, whatnot. And you just happen to grow up in, in this house, household and whatever, whatever. You got to find that, you got to find something. You get, you have to, like, some type of confidence within, within yourself. And, or, like, I, like, I, like, I try to do is learning about my dad, like, and who is him? so I can be great. You know, not to surpass him, but like, I think my father would want me to be a better man than he was. You know, that's how a father should think. That's how I think he should think. That's how I would think if I had a son, you know? So it's like, you got to find that confidence and build that. Like, because suicide is not it, bro. Like, or or any depressive thoughts, like, that, those aren't your thoughts. Like, that's not it, bro. Like, it's not. It's more, it's more that can come out of you, like when you are alive, people also need to realize who God is and understand the significance of him or it, whatever you want to call him. If you are, uh, are, are appointed to wake up this morning, you have a purpose, especially as a man. So, so walk in that, figure it out what it is, figure out what it is, no matter how hard it is, bro, figure that out. Like, bro, if you still alive, you still breathing, you got a girlfriend, you got, you know, you got something. You got something, but do something with it. You know what I mean? Like, scriptures tell us to be fruitful and multiply. Women ain't out here multiplying. They, matter of fact, women out here being fruitful and multiple to uh to the niggas that they shouldn't be. Y'all giving the wrong niggas kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me tell you, these niggas ain't going to stick around and raise them. Like, man, I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot that could be said about that, but it's just the whole structure, the curriculum, what's being taught to young men that makes them fathers that have these kids. It starts with the men, you know, the women too. Y'all got to, you know, pick better, whatever, but don't just be out here doing all this and you know you ain't ready for all this. That's not it. That's stupid. You put yourself on a dummy mission. Well, you know what, Josh? Listen, you, you, you have been plain about it. I mean, the message is clear. I want to thank you so much for being so authentic, so real and so transparent. That's exactly what I asked for. And I want to thank you so much this morning. What my final question would be, what is it that you want to be remembered for? How do you want people to remember you when you leave this world? I ain't gonna say too much because uh, that's that's a very bright question too. But I do, I do, man, I rap and stuff cool, bro. That's cool. But it's really like, like safe, man. It's, it's fuck the messenger. Did you get the message, bro? Like the message needs to be clearer than me. The message. You know what I mean? Like, we read, everybody religion, bro. Everybody, like, we read the Bible. They don't think about, okay, the messengers never gave themselves glory. In any of these texts, it was always the messenger. Who who sent them to give the message? You feel what I'm saying? Like, like, 
don't know, bro. I'm trying to really like inspire people to get them back thinking the way we're supposed to never have detoured from to begin with. Nobody really know what's going on. Nobody really cares about anything anymore. You know, not saying I care, not I know everything. I'm not saying that. I'm saying bro, there's something going on spiritually, bro. We're getting close to a certain something. But this entity that began everything starting to show itself or itself again and through certain people. And I want to be remembered as one of the ones that it showed itself through. That's what I will say. My name means it's salvation or God's salvation, God's salvation. That's what Joshua means, literally. Google it. So I'm trying to just live up to that. Thank you, Josh. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for saying yes to this interview. Ladies and gentlemen, the best is yet to come. And won't that be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. That's my Frank Sinatra. Oh, that's dope. That's Thank dope. you so much for tuning in. Relationship Lounge presents Reveal and Heal. You know you can't heal if you won't reveal. Remember to follow us on all social media outlets. Just put in the search Relationship Lounge 19. I'm Coach Dan. Remember to love yourself, love everybody, and be an example. Have an amazing day. You deserve it.